ultimate control over America's health care system, and hence its national sovereignty, will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organization's governing legislative body. This is a threat to United States sovereignty and a nod to the prophesied world government that will be in place just before the second coming of Jesus. The new world order is creeping into your everyday life. Have you noticed? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy that you have joined us today. It's on Doug Norvell, and you're not talking. Yeah, I'm not. You should talk. There uh, you are. All right. I thought that was funny when you said that. Well, if you were no listening, no wonder everybody gets confused. No, right. I'm so Vince congratulations Stiegel. on your Thank new you. baby, I appreciate Doug. That. Hope you, you've had a good time off. You better clear that up real quick. <laughs> um, well, if you were on the radio, you'd notice nothing, but those watching online saw that. It's all Doug. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome to the show. We're so glad uh, that you have joined us today. We are going to be taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about President Biden handing over U.S. sovereignty. What yeah. is up with that, Doug? Well, you know, he is a globalist, and we've known that for a while. And so it appears like uh, maybe there's an agenda here, Vince. I don't know, but... Uh seems like there could be an agenda. I didn't think they saw you. They saw me looking at you the whole time. That's okay. So They've seen me enough for the last two weeks. They know who I am. Just getting the behind-the-scenes <laughs> view today, but we'll figure all that out. Uh, maybe everyone... Well, that wouldn't be true. Never mind. Uh, we'll figure it all out and get moving. Um, who do you... Is, is, you said President Biden is a globalist. Mm-hmm. So you think this is him doing this? Because I know some people say, oh... Whoever's controlling the teleprompter and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. So is it like really him, puppet. or is it? No, I something mean he's bigger than him. He's just as much a part of this as anybody. I mean, he's been part of it for a long time, even in the uh, Obama administration. You know, he was he was still on board with that. So he's on board with this completely, and we've got some evidence of that. We'll show him a little bit later if we get to it today. All right, and and I guess, you know, some people hear about what's coming with the World Health Organization. Like, this isn't like we're making up this President Biden handing over U.S. sovereignty thing. This is being talked about because if this actually happens, it could be, like, handing over U.S. sovereignty, like crazy stuff. We're going to get into it. But um, what's the likelihood of this actually happening from a prophecy perspective? Well... Even though it appears like this is what's going on, I mean, we, we believe in prophecy that we're not part of that one world government. Something's going to happen that's going to get us out of that and that we're helping Israel. You know, so Revelation 13, of course, is our chapter that talks about world government, talks about world religion, talks about the world economy. All in there, we know that those beasts that are represented in Revelation 13, 1 and 2, those are the beasts from Daniel chapter 7. Uh, the eagle's wings are absent from that beast, but we see it in Revelation twelve fourteen, 
And those eagle wings are helping Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. So because of that, we don't believe we will be part of the New World Order. Uh, I know it seems like that right now. It looks like we're rolling faster and faster toward it. And with this regime in place right now in the White House, uh, they're pulling all the stops to try to get us there. I think they're trying to make up for uh, time that they lost during the Trump uh, error. So we'll we'll just have to kind of watch and see what happens with this situation. But there are some things that we might be able to do to combat it also. Would it be possible for this to happen but the U.S. not go under the control of the world government? If this happens, there's there's also going to be a period, Vince, where we would be able to pull out of it uh, if that were possible, if we're able to do that. But if this were to happen, I don't know. It, it, with the things that are represented here in these articles that are telling us the power that goes to uh, the World Health Organization, to the UN, which World Health Organization is part of the UN, uh, the power that would go to them would actually be where they could put sanctions on us, they could do other things, even possibly, you know, militarily, if we didn't go along with uh, their health uh, edicts that they put forth. So we'll just kind of have to wait and watch this and see what happens. But it's when we get into this, people are going to be, you know, scratching their head a little bit, I know. Well, and we, we don't want people to be scratching their head long term. Like, right. this is in the news, and this is one of those stories where we can go, okay, Look at this. This is absolute insanity. It's one of those things that we never thought would happen to the United States, but here it is on the verge of happening. It hasn't happened yet, on the verge of happening. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those stories where we go, you can look at things like this and not be overcome by fear or worry right. or go, man, you know, do I need to go live in the wilderness and just hide from everything? We're saying... You may want to do that if you, if you want. You're welcome to. But right. you don't have to be overcome with fear where it dictates mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. You can march forward with confidence that we live for Jesus. Right. And then it doesn't, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. And That's so correct. we can look at stories like these, look at the Bible and say, I don't have to be afraid. Now, one thing that we have that's going to talk more in detail about uh, what's coming in the near future, before the second coming of Jesus Christ, is our new lesson called The Future. Here's why I'm bringing it up. The offer for a donation of any amount has been extended through the end of May. So, if you didn't uh, take advantage of that offer while it was available last month, it's now extended through the end of the month. We wanted to be sure that everyone was able to get a copy of this DVD because um, it's absolutely um, a revelation really for many people who don't understand what's coming. We're going to break down the timeline that God has given us in the Bible. And uh, you can look at this lesson, learn about what's coming in the future and see how you can be a part of the coming end time revival, as well as know what big events are coming and things like this. You're going to go, well, you know, according to Bible prophecy, this isn't something to be, uh, fearful of. And so go to endtime.com slash future. You can see the trailer of the lesson there. You can get that DVD right now through the end of this month um, for a donation of any amount. Some people have given $500. Some people have given $5. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart, we offer it to you 
for whatever the Lord lays on your heart. So be sure to go to endtime.com slash future or give us a call at 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. You can eliminate fear and get hope and peace and understanding about what's coming in the end time by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Endtime.com slash future or 800-END-TIME to get your copy. Now that's only available through the end of the month, Doug, so be sure to do it. Yeah, and that's a great lesson, too. It's got that new timeline in there and everything that Mm -hmm. uh, Dave uh, put together. It's a great lesson, and uh, everybody ought to get it. Absolutely. It's also available on End of the Age Plus. Go to watch.endtime.com, and you can stream it today with your subscription. I'm a little rusty. I've been out of it for a while, so bear with us today. Uh, We'll be right back, and we're taking your calls. Again, the number to join us is 877-END-TIME. That's 877-877. 363-8463. Don't go anywhere. In the Bible, God gave us a timeline from the beginning to the end of the age. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching our brand new video, The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Get your DVD of The Future According to Bible Prophecy free with a gift of any amount. Go to endtime.com future or call 800 endtime That's endtime.com slash future or 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and end of the age plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're talking about President Biden giving away U.S. sovereignty. We're going to go into what this story is about. I do want to remind you that we're taking your calls at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Have you noticed the New World Order creeping into your everyday life? We'd love to hear from you today. 877-END-TIME is the number to join us on the air. Doug, I also want to remind everyone that uh, Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Kaufman, Texas this Thursday. So in two days from now, This Thursday, May 19th at 7 p.m., Dave will be teaching a lesson in Kaufman, Texas, 
and it happens to be this new lesson, Doug, mm-hmm. the future. I didn't want to give that away a while ago. Why not? Well, just because you didn't mention this conference yet, so well, I thought, well, I won't say You anything. can actually go to the conference and hear the lesson live. Now, the conference version is a little different than the DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Dave is standing in an, a room full of people, and there's a little interaction. It's just a different feel for it, so... Uh, the live version is a pretty cool experience. So if you're in the Kaufman, Texas area, uh, or if you're not, make plans to be there this Thursday at 7 p.m. You can learn more about the venue and additional event details by going to endtime.com slash events. Doug, I have no idea where Kaufman, Texas is. Can you help us out there? Yeah, it's kind of southeast of Dallas. The The cool thing about it is there's a lot of communities around that area that normally probably couldn't make it up into Dallas for a conference, and this is really good because that's an area where we don't hit a lot of times. We've got Canton's very close to there. Athens is very close to there. Maybank, Kemp, uh, there's a lot of small towns there, and, you know, Kaufman's I don't know where a, any of those are. Absolutely. I've but, heard I mean, of... I, um, I grew up here, so I know all about I it. Heard, I've heard of the um, Canton one from yeah. the... What's famous there? Trade Days. Trade Days. Yeah, first Monday Trade Days. Is that... Um, what do they sell there? Everything? Yeah. Anything you can think of, okay. including the kitchen sink. I thought there was something special that people go yeah. to, like a warehouse of Oh, it's something. it's acreage. It's not warehouse. It's acreage. Oh, okay. Lots of, lots of acreage. Well, if you're in the Kaufman area or anywhere nearby, be sure to go out southeast of Dallas in between Canton, in between Canton and Dallas. So make plans to do that. Now, Doug... President Biden handing over our sovereignty. Yeah, before we jump into that, I wanted to show a video from the new Global COVID Summit, okay? Because, like I said before, this is part of of an agenda, and what we're going to see in this video here is a video of all these world leaders that are introducing the conference, okay? And I want you to pay close attention to what each one of them says, and then listen very closely at the end of this video, Very interesting. So if we can go to that video. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining together for the second global COVID-19 summit. This pandemic isn't over. But the dire reality is the pandemic is not over. But the pandemic is not over. Thank you, Madam uh, Madam Vice President. It's misguided to think this pandemic is over. The pandemic is not over anywhere until it's over everywhere. COVID-19 is not over yet. But however we might all be wishing it is, the pandemic is not over. We cannot be complacent because the pandemic is not over. But as we know all too well, the pandemic is not over. Number four, we are advocating the establishment of a more inclusive new world order. Ooh, a new inclusive new world order, and the pandemic is not over. So it's very interesting because what we're about to talk about is a case, if we had a pandemic, then we would give our sovereignty over to the UN and whatever the H or the WHO says, I'm sorry, uh, the World Health Organization says, that's what we got to go by. And so uh, it's very interesting that they talk about the new world order right there at the end of uh, that. What was that? That seemed pretty choppy. 
Well, that was just clips? a bunch of different clips of different world leaders that are coming, and they're all saying the same thing. The epidemic isn't over. What that was was that was a video footage from the global COVID summit that just happened um, last month. And so we've got all those global leaders standing up there saying the exact same thing, almost as if it's scripted. That's why I thought that was very interesting. I'm wondering where all these elites are living. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't seem like we're having a whole big problem. I go right shop now, huh? and buy my own groceries, and nobody goes and does that for me. Right. I don't do instant cart, and I don't have people that work for me that do that. Sure. Surprise. I go get my own gas. I go do all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pandemic is not over is quite an interesting statement. I guess if you live the life that they live, maybe... That's what they're being told because they don't go out in the public. Maybe. Or maybe they're being told that to push their agenda. Or a little of both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. It seems it's, like they're out of touch with reality. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know that there's concerns of people getting sick. I'm not trying to discount. Right. You know, we've lost people that we know and love and um, perhaps people in our family mm-hmm. uh, connected to COVID. And so... It's not like we're trying to make light of the situation, but at the same time. Well, my point is how how appropriate to be pushing that COVID's not over right before you introduce an amendment that gives the World Health Organization sovereignty over nations. Because this isn't just the United States we're talking about here. It's what we're focusing on because of who we are and because of where we live, but... It's a worldwide thing. It's a global thing that they're talking about. And they're talking about a lot of these countries are on board with this. Why isn't anyone talking about this, Doug? Because you don't hear Fox talking about it. You don't mm-hmm. hear CNN talking about it. You don't hear anybody. I mean, Daily Wire, the list goes on and on. I don't know that I've heard about this talked about in any of the mainstream or uh, maybe it's not mainstream, but even popular online news sites. Well, and, and part of the reason for that, Vince, is because it's just now kind of uh, getting some some weight behind it because of the fact that it was exposed. They were trying to do this kind of behind the scenes, uh, you know, sweep it under the rug type of situation here. Uh, but it was exposed because some people found out about it and said, hey, look at what is trying to be pushed through uh, by the Biden administration. Okay, And so a lot of people didn't even know about it. So that's kind of what's happening right now. We've had a call uh, to, you know, alert people on and get people to understand it. Yesterday, uh, had a lot of people in the Facebook chat that were asking about it and what our opinions were on it. And, uh, and so we just kind of wanted to let everybody know what it is today. And that's what today's program is about, to make you aware of it and tell you what we can do to try to help fight against it. It's kind of like uh, when we found out about the uh, global ID and we were trying to tell everybody about the, the ID and that we needed to push against that and get our Senate to oppose that. And it did for a very long time. We didn't get those until just recently, like last year was when it went in full effect. Uh, and so now here we are facing another situation where we're trying to tell our um, elected officials, hey, don't give up our sovereignty. Don't go into this program. So it's interesting, and we just wanted to let everybody know what it was about so that everybody out there would understand that this is happening because, like you said, it's not in mainstream media. And that's what the show is going to be about today. We're going to dive into detail about this specific story. So I do want to remind you, um, this isn't being talked about everywhere. Uh, 
but we're going to talk about it. So be sure to share this video if you're on Facebook. Hit the heart icon. Share it however you can. We believe that people need to know about this information because um, it can be pretty detrimental for you and I and how we live our lives every single day. But it also has prophetic implications, and we want people to know what the Bible has to say. So share the video. Give us a heart. Comment if you're watching. All those things help us break through the algorithm and get to your friends and family that you're connected with on social media. So be sure to do that. Now, Doug, do we need to go into this story here um, at all, or does that video cover it? Uh we need to talk about this first video or first article that we have there from the New American. This will kind of set it up in a short version to get everybody to understand what this is about. It kind of gives us an idea of where we're headed. All right. As Doug said, this is from the New American. It's titled Biden and UN Health Schemes are a massive deep state power grab. And this is just an excerpt. You can go read the whole thing from there. But it says changes proposed by the Biden administration to the United Nations World Health Organization's international health regulations are a massive and very dangerous power grab by the deep state. Um, excuse me, let me find my place. If successful, this would allow the WHO to interview, intervene in a nation's affairs without even the permission of the target nation's government. Mm-hmm. So, this would allow the World Health Organization to intervene without even the permission of the United States government yeah, or the Chinese government or the Russian government or whatever nation's government. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go into Chicago. Let's go into New York. Let's go into Dallas, your city, mm-hmm. and investigate this without the government's um, without permission. Our, yeah, without our government's permission. It basically gives the WHO, everything that they would need to do this. At the same time, deep deep state globalists behind the UN and the WHO are plotting a new pandemic treaty that would grant awesome new powers to the global health organization. However, from a constitutional perspective, all of these deep state schemes are illegitimate in the United States. And opposition is growing rapidly as more and more leading voices sound the alarm. One answer being pursued by activists is nullification at the state level. Get educated and involved today. Yeah, so that article is urging us to educate yourself on this information. Get involved by contacting your your elected officials and let them know these things. So it's interesting because just like you said, it's they can do these things without having to have permission by that government to do any of it. That means they can force sanctions on you. Uh, well, an abundance of things. We've got a video here that I want to play next, Vince, uh, that goes into it a little bit more. This is a Dr. Bregan uh, who was on Steve Bannon's War Room. And so this is an interview with him. Uh, and he explains it a little bit more thoroughly. And then we'll look at some things in his article after that if we can. So we've got the, the Gates and the Fauci and, and the, you know, the Great Reset on the one side. You've got the CCP and the sort of vying for governance of the world. The amendments uh, put a line through the restraint on when um, the World Health Organization can call for a... Um, disaster, an emergency, a health disaster or emergency in a country, it can now do so 
without any cooperation or agreement or even resistance from the country. And it can draw this conclusion based on the consideration, not proof or evidence, the consideration of Tedros. It doesn't have to be actual. It can be a potential threat, public health threat, coming, uh, public health emergency coming out of the nation. <clears throat> it uh, doesn't have anything to do with evidence. Um, there are no criteria for what is a uh, public health emergency other than the director general can set his priority and move them as he wishes, all that's stated. So he now has a carte blanche to go ahead and decide that the United States, who is their ultimate target, it's the whole sovereignty issue, Steve, you've been talking about with the border. The destruction of the border is destruction of sovereignty. And um, that, that is ultimately going to be the goal. Now, if the nation doesn't respond within uh, 24 hours, it, it's a total go-ahead on uh, researching it and uh, giving out the information. And if it doesn't respond in 48 hours, and even if it responds, you can't do it, the World Health Organization is empowered to bring all the organizations in the UN, of which it's a member, 193 nations, to bear. So uh, the nation that has this emergency can be facing sanctions or controls, manipulations or ostracism from anything from the World Bank and the IMF, which are related to the UN, to the UN uh, Aviation Group, the UN um, Shipping Group, the UN Agricultural Group, uh, to any any of the facilities. And furthermore, he is empowered to reach out beyond the UN to gather forces to contend with this nation. In other words, we no longer have sovereignty over the issue of do we have a health emergency that requires the intervention of the World Health Organization. So Vince, part of the the problem there and what is kind of frightening about this is the fact that they can put these sanctions on a country that is not going along with what they say you must do. Okay, so we found out recently within the past couple of weeks that during COVID, the CDC spied on people's cell phones to see if they were following the instructions of staying at home and not going to public meetings, not going to church, not going, uh, you know, out unless you absolutely had to. They tracked people's cell phones to do this. Okay, so surveillance is one of the things that we've heard, uh, you know, the uh, World Economic Forum uh, advisors speak on. Uh, when we've heard him say things like, you know, you'll look back at the COVID crisis and you'll see that's where surveillance began to be used quite a bit. And uh, this is the same thing. I mean, they're all on the same page. He mentioned it at the first of that video. He talked about World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab and all these guys. So very interesting. Well, we're going to get into this story after the break. It's critical to know about this today because the event that they're talking about happens next week. So don't go anywhere. We're going to be telling you more about that. Uh, we are taking your calls. You can join us by dialing 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love to hear from you. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? 
With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Segal here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME. It's 877-363-8463. We'd love to hear from you. Perhaps you'll share your perspective on whether or not you think Biden will actually hand over U.S. sovereignty. Also, I do want to remind you that Dave and Jana will be in Kaufman, Texas this Thursday. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about that specific conference. Dave's going to be teaching on um, the future according to Bible prophecy, and that's on May 19th at 7 p.m. So two days from now, make plans to come out and join us. We'd love to meet you there. All right, Doug, we have a story about Biden handing over U.S. sovereignty. It's from Bregan.com, and we're going to dive into this. Feel free to interrupt me as much as you would like, <laughs> and we're going to explain yeah. a Bible prophecy perspective. Yeah, it's a huge article. It is. Yeah. And, and, it, and I didn't even put all of it in here, so it's well, still giant. It's great information that yeah. we need to share, and uh, we will be getting to your calls as we go through this. All right, next week, ultimate control over America's health care system, and hence its national sovereignty, will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organization's governing legislative body, the World Health Assembly. This threat is contained in new amendments to WHO's international health regulations proposed by the Biden administration. They're all scheduled as provisional agenda item 16.2 at the upcoming conference again next week. Mm-hmm. This isn't week. next year. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, four months from now. That's what I'm saying. This just broke like last week. Okay, that this was happening. Nobody even knew about it until that broke. And once it broke, then you started hearing about it. And now we're, you know, here we are. So that's why you hadn't heard about it. You've been kind of busy the last couple of weeks. I have slightly changing diapers. Yeah, it's been quite a ride. Uh, These amendments will empower WHO's director general to declare health emergency or crisis in any 
nation and to do so unilaterally and against the opposition of the target nation. The director general will be able to declare these health crises based merely on his personal opinion or consideration that there is a potential or possible threat to other nations. And remember, okay, because we saw the director general on that video a while ago. He was one of the people that was talking about COVID isn't over, okay, that the pandemic is not over. So at any point in time, he could come out and say, oh, COVID's back. Everybody mask up, stay home, shut the economies down if this were to pass. Okay, so... Okay, so... If that were to happen, yeah, you think Texas is going to enforce that? If we don't and we're under this, they could put sanctions on Texas. Of course, we are one of those states that could just succeed from the rest Florida, of the Florida, I mean, list the state, like <laughs> yeah, North Dakota. But, you think? But, yeah, but you see the things they're talking about. They won't even, it, it will uh, include the shipping industry, the airline industry. Like they could tell the airlines, hey, you can't fly into Texas because they won't, you know, do what they're supposed to do. So that would shut down our economy. I mean, we, what if you couldn't fly in and out of Texas based on this law by the WHO by them saying, look, just don't fly any more planes in there or out of there until they play ball with us. That's what they're talking about doing. That's what makes it frightening to people, you know. But yeah, let's let's move on because there's a lot here that we need to talk about. We could hit one well, subject there, on There's that. a lot just right there that we should, you know, like there's a lot that we could talk about. Like yeah. you said, just right there, though. Based not- on his pers- personal opinion, that's what's worrisome. Well... You know, yeah. when they did it before, I may or may not have complied. So if they do this, I may or may not comply. I'm not telling you what you should do with your life, but anyway. Um, if passed, the Biden administration's proposed amendments will, by their very existence and their intention, drastically compromise the independence and the sovereignty of the United States. The same threat looms over all the UN's 193 member nations, all of whom belong to WHO and represents 99.44% of the world population. Who's left out? (laughs) Not very many. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I want to go there. We're looking at this. You know, I was saying before, this is not just the United States that we're talking about here. It's 193 member nations that we're talking about. But it seems like from this article particularly and from what we're going to see here in a little bit that the Biden administration may be the ones that's pushing the agenda. Okay, you notice how sometimes when he's talking, he'll whisper some things. I wonder (laughs) if he hadn't been whispering about this. (laughs) Yeah, it's very, very strange what's going on. These regulations are a binding instrument of international law entered into force on June 15, 2007. UN member states can be required by law to obey or acquiesce to them. I have no idea if I said that properly, but nonetheless, that's the word. Hmm. 
How much time do we have to stop the amendments? We'll get into that, but let's go to the phones, Doug. We have yeah. a few minutes here before the break, so we want to get to the callers. We do have some open lines. You can join us at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Let's go to Trey in Texas. Trey, welcome to End of the Age. Yes, I have a question and a comment. Uh, as you know, for the abortion issue, uh, the Senate tried to codify it, but it was stopped because there wasn't enough people to vote. On, I think it required 60 votes. They only got like, what, 50 or 49, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of giving a parallel. I just want to know, well, wouldn't there be enough senators and, uh, to stop Biden from trying to hand this over? Because I thought only the Senate could ratify treaties. Yeah, you're correct on that. That's one of the things that just our Constitution uh, would not allow this to happen. And we, you know, that's why we need to begin to start pushing back on this. Uh, and like I said before, we're, we're starting to see more people speak out about it and tell us how to push back. So that's what we're trying to do today is inform uh, you guys, our listeners, our viewing audience, that we can contact our elected officials and tell them, look, we do not want this Biden uh, WHO amendment to pass. We want you to step in. We want you to represent us uh, and we want you to stop this. And it can be stopped. And there's also... Uh, some time periods there where we could be pulled out of it. But it's very interesting uh, about that because at first it starts off, it started off with 18-month grace period where nations could pull themselves out. But now it's been reduced to six months for whatever reason. But you think about what six months from now is the elections here in the United States. So it would keep us from being able to do anything before we had a huge vote that might change the House and the Senate. Do you think it'd be good to call people from out, uh, senators and congressmen from out of state and voice our concerns? Or, or is that call the, the senators here in Texas and, and voice my concerns? And I know they're good men. I know they're not gonna they're not gonna vote for something like that. Uh, I called my congressperson Eddie Bernice Johnson. She's retiring. I don't know what she's gonna do. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, I would call anybody that you think call, you can call. email, write letters. Yeah, absolutely. Let them know that we don't want this to pass. Well, I'm calling as an American, you know, and as a Texan, but uh, this affects all of us regardless of what state we live in. And yes, I'm sir. just concerned about about what these people could do for all of us. And thank yeah. you for your call. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Thanks, thank you, Trey. Trey. God bless you. Let's go to Monica in Wyoming. Monica, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Um, I just wanted to make a comment. Um you know, the director of the, um, of the World Health Organization, his name is Dr. Tedros. First of all, he's not even a doctor. He's not a physician. He's got a degree in biology, but he is not a, a, a board-certified <laughs> physician. Okay, I wanted to make a comment on that. And I also wanted to uh, let you guys be aware of his term is getting ready to be up. So they voted him in about five years ago, and his term will be up in, in the end of this year. So they'll be voting a new director in. I just wanted to let that be known. I, I read some comments and a couple of articles, and I watched the War Room too, so I've been getting my information from there. But I did do a little bit of reading on him, and I do know that that is for sure. That is a fact. He's not a doctor, and his term will be up at the end of this year, and they'll be voting somebody else new, a new director in. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, but I, I would imagine that it'll just be somebody with the same worldview and the same. Uh, oh, for agenda. sure. Oh, yeah. probably somebody, somebody probably even worse. I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, who, <laughs> definitely. 
Yeah, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. And, um, yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to, to make that comment and let you know I love what you guys do and praise the Lord. Thanks, Monica. Well, thank God you, Monica. bless you. We do have you open too. lines at 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. All right, Doug, how much time do we have to stop this amendment, or the amendments, rather? Um, the contents of the proposed amendments were not made public until April 12th, leaving little time to protest before the scheduled vote. As noted, the amendments are scheduled and almost certainly will be enacted by next week. Now, this is what the article is saying. We're not telling you they will almost certainly be enacted. Mm-hmm. That's apparently what uh, this author believes. Uh, the existing WHA re- regulations then provide for an 18-month grace period during which a nation may withdraw its yes vote for amendments, but the current proposed amendments would reduce the opportunity to six months. Why would they do that, Doug? Yeah, like I said before, the interesting thing is that six-month period would be over in November, uh, right around the time where we could change with the vote and and get a new House and Senate. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. But why would they adjust that to this for this particular thing? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder why that would happen. It's quite odd. (laughs) It is very odd. If the, I have my suspicions, but I won't say them on air. Oh, man. I don't want to get in trouble. If the U.S.-sponsored amendments are passed, you know people don't want you to withhold those. I know they don't. A majority of the nations could, in the next six months, change their individual votes and reverse the approval, but this is a much more difficult proposition than stopping the whole process now. We must act now to prevent the passage of the amendments, including putting sufficient pressure on the U.S. to withdraw them from consideration. If that fails, the amendments are approved at the May meeting of the WHO governing body. We must then make the effort to influence a majority of the nations to change their votes to no. Mm-hmm. Well, man, this this feels like it's impossible. Doug. I'll just tell you, from somebody that I'm not a lobbyist, I don't, I'm not like well-versed in you know, how we could come in and do this. And, I, you know, we've done some stuff with Reclaim America. Right. But as far as personal experience, I don't have a lot of personal experience in this regard. So I guess maybe I'm a regular person. Yeah, it seems it, impossible. Absolutely. There's, I mean, that's kind of where we're, we're looking at this. I mean, it's an a, a urgent call right now that we've got to try to do something to save our country. Uh, it, it's almost like we're being, well, it's not almost like, I'll just say it is like we're being destroyed from within. They're trying to take what we know as the American dream and change it into an American nightmare because they're talking about uh, the very things that the Bible talks about in Revelation 13 about being under the power and the authority of Satan himself because that's who gives the world government his power, his seat, and great authority. Uh, so it, it is... Uh, interesting that this is what we're talking about today, even though, we, like I said at the beginning of this, that we don't believe that we'll be in that world government entity. Well, there you go. Again, you don't have to be fearful about the future. We have a whole lesson dedicated to that. You can get it right now through the end of the month. It's extended by going to endtime.com slash future. You can get it for a donation of any amount. Whatever the Spirit lays on your heart to give, go ahead and do that at endtime.com slash future. Or call 800 in time today. 
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we're talking about this story uh, regarding the amendments that are being presented next week at the WHO that could, and some people are implying it does, um, give up U.S. Um, what's the word I'm looking for, Doug? Sovereignty. Sovereignty, and, yes. And, and basically what this is, is not all U.S. sovereignty, okay? Because we, we don't want to freak everybody out and make them think that this is like, you know, they're going to be in total control of our country. It's not what it's going to be about. But the thing is, is that it will be over the health issues. So things like COVID, like we just experienced, um, the, the lockdowns, the mask, the mandates, all the things that happen. Uh, with the vaccines and everything, they would be able to dictate to you what you could do about your health uh, as far as these uh, pandemics go and things like that. This uh, One of the interesting things, Vince, and I don't know if we're going to have time to get to, to everything we wanted to get to today, but are the, the constitutions of this act, of this uh, amendment, are things that they base it on, they almost sound like, uh, the charter for the UN, the way they're written, I mean, they are because this is part of the UN, but it, it talks about uh, everyone's safety, but it doesn't take into account of someone who doesn't want to wear a mask. I mean, what about the people who have health issues and they can't wear a mask? And if the, uh, if the, uh, if the amendment says that everyone now must wear a mask again and mask up and do this, you know, during this pandemic, and there's people who uh, have anxiety or have health issues where it causes breathing problems for them. What about their health? You know, it, it it's weird because it's one-sided the way they think. And like it said before, it's based on uh, the chairperson's opinion of what needs to be done. And like the lady said before, he's not even a doctor. So... Neither is Bill Gates, but we take, uh, apparently, the World Health Organization takes a lot of advice from him as well. So, anyway. There you go. Yeah, I, I need to probably let you jump back into the article. Well, the uh, WHO is committed to the principles mm-hmm. for the preamble to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And we've got several bullet points here, Doug. I don't know which ones you want to highlight. We probably don't want to take the time to, to touch on every single one of them. Right. Which ones are the highlights? Well, there's the first one is definitely one that 
I'd like to talk about that. It says the health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of uh, disease or infirmity. Uh, so it, it's telling you that it can be anything that falls under this category. I mean, it can be something physical or mental. So you think about that. If 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 I say something on social media and somebody can say that mentally hurt me, then I could be sanctioned by the World Health Organization. Well, and if I say you need to be baptized in Jesus' name, like the Bible says, I could be determined that I have... I'm not mentally well. (laughs) Yeah. Because I would believe that there is a way, not 12 ways to get to heaven. There's a way. Yeah. And so I'm obviously, you know, it could be determined that I'm not mentally well because I think that way. Right. And so don't let me or pull my, you know, gun license. Right. Um, Well, and and not just that, but your bank account, Vince. Sure. I'm I'm unstable. Yeah, because, I mean, look at what happened with Canada and what they did to the people who were protesting the COVID um, passports there and with the trucker uh, strike that they did. And remember how those truckers, their bank accounts were hit. They were closed down. Uh, this is the kind of thing that they're thinking of doing because it takes it to an individual level. And if you said something that affected somebody's mental health like that, their mental well-being, you could be sanctioned because of that. So it, it, this is this is why it, it's control. What world government always wants: control, control, control. All right, that was one bullet. What's another yeah. one? <laughs> um, so uh, another one there is. I, I just thought that this was interesting. Is where it talks about uh, the in, the enjoyment of the highest attainable standards of health is one of fundamental rights for every human being without distinction of race, religion, political belief, or economic or social condition. Because that's what I was talking about before when I was referring to that. What if you, you know, your medical health or your fundamental rights were being infringed on? It seems like the further we go with this, um, it doesn't really matter what you as a Christian would think and your fundamental rights being stamped on because they're pushing something and if you don't fall in line with what they're pushing, then you're considered an extremist or whatever they're going to label you as. And that right there, it's that's a double standard. What's What they're saying is one of their amendments there. Um, so, I mean, there... The healthy development of the child mm-hmm. is of basic importance. That one hits home for me, considering most people know that we just had a baby girl. Right. We have two sons already, so now I have three children. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this going, the WHO, based out of Switzerland, full of members from all over the place, gets to determine what healthy development of the child means. Right. I don't, as the parent, get to determine that. Right. But I should just nod my head. Send my child off to some government-funded school that gets to control and tell pe- tell my kids about all sorts of things. There's a lot of that in the news right now. Yeah. And also, they get to tell me what healthy development means. And if I don't follow those things, could this mean that if they don't have to inform the nation's government that they're going to impose something? That Could that mean that they could come to me without going through the local police or the... U.S. government. Yeah. 
Could well, that mean uh, that? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, let, let's look at some of the things that's happened that weren't COVID-related. Think about uh, the father who was arrested and charged with child abuse because he wouldn't call his child by their pronoun that they chose uh, because they said that was unhealthy for the child and he was unfit as a father and they arrested him and charged him with child abuse. So by that you mean he has a son or a daughter mm-hmm. and the son, let's say it's a son, determines that it's actually a female Yeah. and now they want to be referred to as she and her. And so as the father um, doesn't agree to that and won't do it, now the father gets in trouble. Yeah. So what are you saying? So I'm saying that can open the doors for that kind of thing. It's already happening. That happened in Canada, okay? And that's just a country that did that. I mean, they enforced their laws there. But the WHO could do this and say that, you know, you are keeping your child from their mental health rights and therefore you're being abusive. Or, or, or let's just put it down on any type of vaccination. What if they say that your kids have to have 122 vaccinations within the time of their life and you say, I choose not to do that to my child. And they say, well, then we're going to arrest you for child abuse, take your children away and put them into child protective custody. They, they may not need the WHO to do that. There's some of that stuff on record now, but I know maybe not get into that on right. today's show. Yeah. So, I mean, the, yes, those are, those are bullet points that are very important to, to notice. And you can, you can see that whole article and, and all that information and get all the things that we didn't put in this article because, like I said, it's extremely long. But it is from the doctor that we saw the video on from the, uh, from the War Room video there. Uh, Brigand.com is where you can find that article. And uh, it's interesting. And because of, of time today, we're not going to be able to to go into it. Um, so I don't know if you want to... Let's uh, take a call. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, if you want to take a call right here at the I end. love taking calls. Let's do it. All right, Judith in Arkansas, welcome to End of the Age. Uh, yes, this is Judith from Arkansas. Hi, welcome. Um, I wanted, in case you had, didn't know about it, I heard this morning on Sandy Rios program on American Family Radio that Dr. Oz had at one time had called for the CDC to declare guns as a health issue so they could do something about people owning guns. Um, I think this is what, if they pass this, this is what this will eventually come to with the World Health Organization Mm -hmm. because the UN has wanted to uh, step in and and, um, make a treaty with America for a long time to... um, be over a lot of things, and that would include our guns. Yeah. And that's all I know. I just want to pass that on to you and to the people that's listening to be aware that it's more than just um, the covert. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a very good point, Judith. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, the U.N. outside their building in New York has a sculpture of a of a pistol, a revolver with its barrel tied in a knot. They are very much about... Uh, taking our weapons away because it's easier to control the people if they have mm-hmm. no way to fight back. And so, yeah, I, that could be under that mental health uh, situation that we're talking about there. And uh, mm-hmm. and they could try to take our weapons away. We see what happens when a nation is unable to defend itself. Uh, the government yes. does whatever it wants to. Well, I'm, I just wanted to pass that on to you because... Um 
it, like I said, I think we need to think a lot further than, than them just saying there's a virus, a COVID, you know, that it's um, it's going to be a whole lot worse than just that with what they will try to do Indeed, to the American yeah. people. And I'm sure you're aware of that, but I don't know if some of your listeners have, have thought about that, you know, where the, our guns are concerned. So, And thank, I'll hang up and let you carry on. Thank, thank you, you for that, Judith. Uh, you know, Doug, that story did come out, I think it was a few months ago, and we talked about it on here. Um, so we do appreciate Judith reminding us of that. I tell you what, yeah. Judith sounds like somebody you don't want to mess with. Right. She she knows her stuff. Yeah. That's what we like is informed, educated folks that well, know what's I going on in the world. likes the Second Amendment, too. Yeah. It does sound sounds that like way. It. Yeah. Well, she's in Arkansas. So. <laughs> That's right. All right, Doug, we've got less than three minutes left. Yeah. What are we going to do with all this time that we have? Well, one thing that I just want everybody to remember, and I'd like to, if we can show just this little clip, it's about a minute long. It's, it's President hurry. Biden and what he said uh, talking about the United States. Let's go Because to it that's why he's pushing this. I think, you know, my mother had an expression, out of everything terrible, something good will come if you look hard enough for it. I think this presents us with some significant opportunities to make some real changes you know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of, them, as the, uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So anyway, I'm going to hush up, Mary. Fire away. <laughs> Strong note to end on, Doug. Yeah. So there's going to be a new world order, and we're going to be the ones that usher it in, according, according to, to him. Yeah, very interesting. So this is why he can't is, leave the people that way. No, that's why that's why he's pushing the agendas, folks. Is because he is a one worlder. I said that at the beginning of the program. Well, that's straight from his mouth, and that's why I wanted to close with that and let them see it's his words, not mine. What do people do right now? How do they do this? Contact your uh, elected officials and let them know we are not uh, wanting to back this deal with the H or WHO. Should they pray or is that? Absolutely, we need to pray. Uh, you know, I got a scripture there at the end. Do I have time to read you it? Got 10 Second seconds. Chronicles 7 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. See you tomorrow. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com. 